Is it time to hire your number two? As you're scaling your business towards that million pound mark, you're gonna need a few fundamental things. We've already covered quite a lot in the series so far, and today we're gonna to talk about when to hire a number two. As always, this episode is sponsored by IPRAC and the Loop Stays Academy. Don't forget to check those out. Links in the description and the bio. So a number two, a lot of people, including myself, you get a bit, I don't wanna give that away. I don't wanna give any of the shares away. I want all the profit myself. And that fundamentally holds people back. There is a reason why some of the biggest corporations in the world have layers of high-level management and give shares away. Because when people have got shares in businesses, they're a lot more invested, they want to make it work, they try harder, they work later, everything else comes together. Now, I'm not saying you've always got to give shares away, but what you do need to do is figure out what you're good at and what you're weak at. So for me, I'm good at sales and marketing. I've mentioned this before in a previous video around the zone of genius. If you haven't seen that, check that out now. So I am good, I feel, at sales and marketing and the accounting side of the business. I'm not very good at operations. Um, I have no interest in it. It doesn't really um, enthuse me that much and therefore my passion doesn't lie in it. Whilst that is a very much a fundamental part of a hospitality business, it might sound insane that I'm saying I don't like it, I don't get involved in it. But the thing is, what I realized was I needed a number two to be able to run that department. I needed somebody who could head it up, who does like that. And I then invested in that number two, not only with training and time and money, but with everything I have got to be able to support them and say, that's now your gig, go and take it. Run with it, make it better, do whatever you need to do. He's the budget, just get it going. And we delivered and that is allowing us to then scale on the other side. So I focus on sales and marketing, which then drives more acquisitions in, we acquire more property, we bring more guests in, and then the upside take care of that. I don't need to worry about that. The number two's got that covered, and they are scaling that business, they're coming up with great ideas, they are you know, making the department even better and bigger, recruiting, hiring, all that good stuff is taken care of, and I get to focus on this. Now, does that make the business grow quicker? or does it make it grow slower? Of course it makes it grow quicker. You've got more people working in efficient departments, making the business more efficient, and you're not wasting time, or worst case, like I used to do, almost ignore it. At the beginning, I was almost like, I don't really like that, I'll put a manager in place, I'll just let them get on with it. Now a manager isn't as invested as a number two. It's a big, 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 big difference. But, you know, we, we worked together. I realized that I couldn't do that quite quickly. You know, things weren't going so well. So I had to get involved. I got involved, I restructured it, and then I found the right person to be able to then take it to the next level. Because I would admit, I couldn't have taken that to the next level. I didn't have the passion. And that's okay. And I think as business owners, you have to accept what you're good at and what you're bad at. And if you don't, then you will struggle to scale your business to that epic million pound mark that we're all aiming for on this particular series within the next 12 months. It's fundamental to your growth. So start looking for your number two now. Start realizing what you're good and bad at. You might even just bring someone in part-time. You might be thinking, well, I don't like that side of the business, but I haven't got the money coming in yet to pay somebody to do that. Figure a way out, offer a profit share, offer a joint venture, bring them into the, the business. Tell them they've got to work for nothing for the next six months, but this is the end goal. You know, there's so many ways that you can get creative to get people invested in what you're doing. And when people are invested in what you're doing, you know, coming back to that whole company culture again, if you build that company culture, whether it's just you and somebody else or it's 
it's you and 45, 50 other people, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. The company culture will drive the business forward. If you get people engaged, you get them you know, into a profit share or you get them into a JV or um, you know, you actually give them shares. Whatever it looks like, just do it to get the business going. You know, uh, Two hands are better than one, four hands are better than two. You've heard that all before and I'm a firm believer if you've got the right people in the right places, your business will scale massively. So get after it. As always, like, share, subscribe, do all those wonderful things. And don't forget to check out IPRAC and the Luke Stays Academy. Take care.